welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I wanted to spend some time talking about the end times. Not an end times prophecy like uh, some people will t come up. And In fact, I just saw recently in the news that I think it was Family Radio or something, they finally are going to be like, we think Harold Camping might not te be teaching right things, so we're going to pull his stuff off the radio. Really? The dude died after his false prophecy almost a decade ago. You're just now want to pull this stuff off the radio? Way to go. Hey, better late than never, I guess. But we're not talking about end times as far as when is it coming, what's happening. We're going to talk about some general trends today because Paul identifies for us some things that we look for in the end times. And we're going to have a look at those from 2 Timothy. And of course, 2 Timothy chapter 3 talks about difficult times will come. Hey, realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Obviously, and this is one of those things that, that juxtaposes this church growth movement that's seeking to bring in world peace and, and solve everything. The reality is the scripture doesn't tell us all that's going to happen. It basically points to a world where we are becoming lovers of self, self uh, deeply sinful, things like that. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, Verse 2, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. For men will be lovers of themselves, of money, lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to, parentful, to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips without self-control, brutal haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such men as these. So let's identify and, and talk about that list uh, a little bit. So men will be lovers of self. Okay, lover of, of self. Remember there's been this trend, in fact, Schuler and Peel had this self-love concept, mostly Schuler. In fact, well, he had the famous book, Self-Love. Understand that Schuler was one of the motivations behind the modern church growth movement, which all focus on felt needs, fulfilling your own desires, fulfilling your own will, fulfilling your own things. That's not what scripture calls us to do. Okay, but in this, lovers of self is this person who is so focused on ourselves. In fact, we don't need to be any more focused on ourselves because that is our natural sinful state to focus so much on ourselves to the exclusion of anything and everyone else. Lovers of money, of course, this one is fairly self-explanatory. You know, people who develop, delve so much on, on seeking money that they deny all reality, all ethics, all morals, and all everything in order to get money. People are used, in fact, uh, Napoleon Hill had the, the wonderful concept, OPMOPT, other people's time, other people's money, utilizing other people to get what you want. Um, I have a friend going through through the Dale Carnegie How to Win Friends and Influence People course right now, and he laughs at this. This is a literal guide on how to become a sociopath and use other people for your things. Chapter 7, how to get other people to think your ideas are their ideas. That's insane, people. That's insane. And that's kind of at the heart of what they're talking about here. Uh, Paul's talking about, of course, boastful. Um, do we need to say much more about that? Arrogant. Uh, revilers, disobedient to parents. It's interesting that that one shows up in this list. Disobedience to, to parents. This may or not be, and, and this is one of these difficult things because we're growing up at a time where like, like my parent generation were the hippies where rebelling against that might have meant turning to God. And it causes this quagmire of intriguingness 
in, in the middle of everything. So we have to figure out what exactly this means. So going back, and I've always looked at it this way, going back into the commandments to say, you know, honor your mother and your father. Boyce says, you know, this means that mother and the father, it assumes that they were following God. It assumes that they were honorable, assumes, which is a good thing. Now, we don't want to completely turn away. We have to figure out how to, how to honor those parts where we can, but turn away from the sin that is also in there. And there's an entire section, uh, I think it's Ezekiel 19, which delves into this in fine detail. Uh, and in fact, I've talked about it before. Um, reviler, okay, let's see, ungrateful, unholy, of course, holy and unholy. Uh, the shack did a damage to that word holy, basically trying to say holy would mean some good, some feel good, some uplifting experience. That's not holy. Holy means separate different, set apart. That's what holy means. Holy means to conform your life to the righteousness found in Jesus Christ. That's the entirety of what that, that means. Um, unloving, unreconcilable. This came up in that Evergreen State University stuff where the social justice warriors took over the entire university and held white people hostage for the mere crime of being white. That's called racism, people, and there's no place for it. All right. And so with that being said, um, with that being said, one of the comments, somebody said, hey, if I said something inadvertently, it was completely unintentional, and I ask your forgiveness. Literally, this social justice fruitless says, I'm not going to accept your forgiveness. That is called irreconcilability. What can you possibly do against such person except completely cast them off? We can't sit down and have a pleasant discussion realizing that we may say things that are simply accidentally not intending to harm somebody to maybe hurt their feelings. You go, oh, I'm sorry. That's what we're supposed to do. But these people are irreconcilable. And so we are in the end times with irreconcilable people. Malicious gossips. Entire industries are built around that one. Without self-control. We are in a nation of children. Dave Ramsey says that adults devise a plan and follow it and children do what feels good. We are in a generation of things that feels good, that, that we have to spend entire entire parts of the iPhone 10 conference was all about the animojis. Ooh, the animojis, the animojis. If you are buying a phone for the concept of animojis, you are a child. What practical application does have? Ooh, you can tell yourself talking as a piece of poop to your friend. Ooh, that is like so childish that even our toys, even, even our, our devices, our computers, our phones, our things are moving into toys. We are buying things that give us feeling and pleasure and nothing, like nothing. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how much we Wim, this is why we have so much debt, because people are buying things we can't afford. All for the little feel-good toys that we get. We are without self-control. Brutal. Haters of good. Treacherous. Reckless. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. How many times... How many times have you gone out and sought pleasure over honoring your God? That's what he's talking about. That's what's at the heart of this. And he says, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. This is religiosity, having a religion, not a 
faith. He says, avoid such men as these. For among them are those who enter into households and captivate weak women, weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. All right. We are in these end times. We are in these days where we are going to deny anything having to do with God. Not necessarily, not necessarily in in terms of not going to church or things, but even in our churches in America today, we are being devoid of God. And that is a sad thing. It's a sign of the end of times. So what is our call? I like to always bring things back to what call can we do? What can we do to fix this situation? What can we do? The best thing that we can possibly do is ourselves and to those around us encourage a deep devotion and commitment to God, to the scriptures, through prayer, through Bible study, and through lifting other people up, and through contributing to this world in works and in arts that help people out, if not spiritually, at least physically, with the goal towards talking about and teaching about the righteousness in Christ. It's about setting aside the old self and picking up the new self, no matter what it costs us. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.